shame there's one line just left in the membab base 46b at the very very bottom tongue of banana we're going to go into an interesting, interesting topic that is to honor somebody else by letting him go first but says the price you don't have to stop and give somebody else the honor to go first not when you are traveling so look in the footnote number 28 look in Toysos there's a difference over here. If two people go out together, <laughs> so even during the way, a person should let go first the one that is more important in terms of Torah. But if they happen to be traveling and they meet on the way, so then you shouldn't, this is what the rice is telling us over here, you don't say, no, you go, you go first. No, if you meet on the way, so whoever is first keeps on going first. Beloved Sharim, and the same thing in a bridge. If you ju just met and about to cross a bridge, whoever got first to the bridge, start moving, going first into the bridge. So I think that the same thing would apply if you're driving. If you're driving and you meet the car of your rabbi, don't stop because you're gonna cause an accident. Just keep on driving. Okay, we're starting our page, Mem Zain 47. Velo ve'yadayim ezuamot. And also, you, you don't give honor for, for, for somebody to do my machronim first. Why? Because it's not honorable to a person, you know, one wash your hands. <laughs> the only situation when we saw that is when a person needs to do netilas yadayim, uh, to do my machronim to get ready for the benching, uh, we just saw uh, at the end yesterday. But in general, to tell somebody, oh, go and wash your hands, is not honorable. The Gemara is going to tell us a story. Rabin. Rabin, we're going to see soon, he's the one if you remember, Kiosa Rabin. Rabin used to come a lot from Israel to Babylon, Babylonia, and say many alochas, especially in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. So one time, Rabin and the famous Abaye, Abu Kiasli Beorcha, they were traveling on the way. Kan mechamre de Rabin le de Abaye. But it happened to be that Rabin's chamor, donkey, was ahead of Abaye's. Veloy amale nizilmar. And he didn't stop his donkey to allow Abaye, which is a great scholar, to go first. So Abaye was a little bit resentful, Amar, and he thought for himself, since this student, referring to Rabin, came from the land of Israel, he became a little bit arrogant. Why, he knows, um, probably he was the Gadolador. Why didn't he stop to let me go first? The Beknishta, then we, both, both of them arrived to the entrance of the shul of the Besak Neset. Then, when they stopped, Amale, Rabin, then over there said to Abaye, Niulmar, Sir, please, you should go first. So Amale, Abaye told him back, Up until now, I wasn't a sir. Why, why on the way you went ahead in your, in your donkey? Amale, Rabbi Yochanan. Well, I have a teaching from my rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan. You don't need to give pre pre precedence, preference to somebody to go first, only on a house that has a mezuzah. The Gemara is going to question this. There is a mezuzah in, there is a mezuzah, loy? What, only houses with a mezuzah? And we have a lacha regarding it called mezuzah. In a shul, if, not, if people don't dwell on the shul, you don't put a mezuzah. Mezuzah is only on a dwelling place. So what? Over here was a shul, and the shul you don't give precedence to somebody more important. Says the camera, no. What he meant is, Ela miata 
Beis Achneses or Beis Amid. Ah, Ella Merta, the Gemara questions. So from that, Beis Achneses or Beis Amidrash, the Lesbian Mezuzah, Achinam, the Lomichabdim, because they don't have a Mezuzah, Shul, or Beis Amidrash, you don't give the honor to somebody to go first. Ella Eima, the Pesach, Araui Le Mezuzah. So what Abirna meant is, you only have to give presents to somebody greater in, in Torah than you in certain, like in a, in a door. It doesn't have to have physical mezuzah, like a shul, or like that, you give precedence. But what he means to exclude, look in Rashi, is like in the way, or even in the bridge, let's say there's, you're walking in the open and there's a bridge of, of a wall and you have to go by, since that's not considered a Pesach, an entrance, so over there you don't have to give somebody the precedence to go ahead of you if he's great into Torah knowledge. Just, um, again, this page I'm going to try, if we visit the Shemaya, to point out as a siman to remember the page. The word mezuzah, I think it's not that many pages in Gemara Broch as we have found the word mezuzah, mez, memzain, mezuzah, okay? Let's move to a different talacha. Omar review the Beder Abishmuel Barashiles, Mishmederab, Ena Mesurim Rashim Lechol Klum, people that are invited by somebody else, they are not permitted to start eating anything until the person that he's the Volabais and he is the one that made the Amoitzi, he starts eating. Yasib Rav Safra Bekamar, Rav Safra was there when he heard such an alaha. And he corrected a little bit what he said, what Rabbi Yudah Breder of Shumel said. He said, Litum itmar. No, he didn't say that a person is not allowed to eat. He said, a person is not allowed to taste anything before the person that made a mochi starts eating. So the Gemara means the same thing. <laughs> he's not allowed to eat, he's not allowed to taste anything. What's the difference? The mind of Kamina, what's the difference between both ways of teaching the ruling? It says, no. Shechayam alomar rabo. A person is obligated to say things the way he heard them from, from his rabbi. Even though there's not much of a difference whether he used the word he's not allowed to eat or he's not allowed to taste, he should always try to use the very same wording as it was stated by the rabbi. Okay. <laughs> Two people sharing one plate. This applies today, let's say you go to a restaurant and you order a plate of chips, okay? And they bring you the plate of chips and you're both sharing. So if the other one stops for a minute, he has a phone call, he's drinking, the other one cannot keep on eating. Has to be the equal opportunities of both to take food out of the plate. Now, Shlosha, if already three people in Montini, then you have to wait. Imagine if one has to wait for the, each one, one of the other to do something over there, each one can eat whenever they want. The one that uh, made the moitzi, that is the botzea, and uh, cut from the bed, as we saw previously, he should be the first one that they let him take food from the plate. And if he is the one that is botzea, the made moitzi, he gives honor to his rabbi or to somebody that he is greater than him, even though he's not his rabbi, he can, he's permitted to do that, to give somebody his permission to be the one for eating first. A story. Rabbi Katina. 
Rabbi he was marrying of his son to the daughter of Rashmuel bar Rav Katina. Karim, so uh, because the minagi is that the Hosan was going to make a moiti, so Rabbi Barakhana went ahead and he sat down next to his son, the Yasebekemaznine Lebre, and he told him the following alaha. And I would say, Rashi, I live to uh, you are not allowed to cut the piece of bread, not only after you finish the bracha, we saw many pages ago that a person should wait and don't cut until he ended the bracha of Amotzech Menaret. Now he added a thing, but not only then, but until people answer Amen. The people answering Amen to you, is the Amen of the people is considered part of the bracha. So this applies in Shabbos. When we make a moitzi on Shabbos and we have people in our table, you shouldn't start cutting the challah until people say Amen. After, because the Amen is connected to the bracha. When they end up saying Amen, then you start cutting the, the challah. Rav Chizu Amar, Rav Chizu corrected a little bit the teaching. Mipi rov oinim. You don't need to wait till every single person says Amen, but it's enough that majority of the people ended saying Amen. Omele Rami Barchome, Rami Barchano questioned this. Mashna Ruba, the Kasi Lokalia Brocho. Why you say majority of people? Because until majority didn't say amen, you, could, you don't consider bracha to be ended. Mute, mute nami. Uh, even if it's a few guys, or one guy hasn't finished saying amen, lochalia bracha. It's not considered the bracha ended. There's still one, there's a pro, the process of ending of the bracha, but one person saying amen. Omaleno, shani omer, no, you know why I hold. Koloni amen, yoser mi dai. If anybody says a very slow amen, Amen. He said, that's a gunisht. That's a mistake. You shouldn't say such a long amen. You have to say, amen, slowly, nicely, but not too long. So therefore, if everybody has said it properly, and still one person is saying it, you have to wait. So the same thing, thing over here in the Chazan Sashat. If you are diving for the tefillah, and you, people are following nicely and saying amen, you can carry on with the next bracha of the Shmoneser. If you have one guy over there spacing out saying, amen, imagine for 19 brachas, if you're going to be waiting for that guy that takes one and a half seconds extra for his amens, people will go crazy over here. Tanabana, Nabraisa, and Onin, oh, and Onin, now the, the Gemol is going to give us teachings, the proper way of saying amen. And Onin, lo amen, chatufa. So look in Rashi or look in the footnotes over there. Hatufa is when the Aleph is then with, with, an, with a comma, with a O, is with a Shva. So it doesn't sound like a man, it sounds like Mun. <laughs> so you don't say Mun. They, they're translating the Askol uh, abbreviated. Okay? Velo Amen Ketufa. So what is Ketufa? When you didn't say the. No, the abbreviated is amen without the nun. Am. You don't say am. You have to say amen. That's katufa. That you cut the end of it. Velo amen yesoima. Now, you also shouldn't say an orphaned amen. So what is an orphan? Yeah, Rashi explains. Thank you so much for reminding me. Rashi says that you didn't hear what was the bracha? Rashi brings in Gemora in Alexandria Shelmitraim. There were hundreds of people, even thousands, I don't know. So they had flags. So they will signal 
when it was time to say amen. So Rashi say, so you see, you could say amen even if you, if you didn't hear the bracha. Rashi brings a difference. No, one thing is you didn't hear it, but you know what the bracha was. But the other thing is when you did, you didn't know what the bracha was. So if you because amen is confirming that what he said, the bracha he said is truth. So if you didn't hear the bracha, how can you say yeah it's truth? Truth what? You don't even know what he said. But if you know what was the bracha, you, you just didn't hear it, but you know what it was. Let's say somebody has a coffee, and you're standing at the entrance. And you see him moving his lips, and he finishes, and he's about to drink a coffee. If you know he says shakul, you can say amen. But if somebody's eating, and you don't know if he says shakul, adama, heads, you shouldn't say amen. And a person shouldn't say just like a bracha fast without any kavana. That's called lizrok, to throw a blessing without even any intent. A person should say the bracha word by word with intent. Now, after the Brisa told us this halacha, now Lo Aleinu Benaza is going to say a little bit of Musar. Benaza Yomer, Kolone Amen, Yesoyma. If anybody says Amen like this, uh, orphan, without even knowing where was the bracha, Yubanav Yesoyma, Hashem is going to kill that person and Mida can get Mida, his children are going to be orphans. Hatufa, so if a person says an amen that without the letter Aleph, like you're like men, Yichtefu Yamab, also his uh, life is going to be snatched away. Ketufa, and if the person didn't say the noon, Yichtefu Yamab. So the similar thing also, his life is going to, what is Yichtefu, is going to be cut out? Abbreviated. Abbreviated, shorted also. And whoever says a long amen, but not the, like in the previous case, what is a stupid long amen, but a nice, uh, proper way of saying amen, he's going to be blessed with a long life and long days. Now we go back to the Ilchos Zimun. The famous Rab and the famous Shmuel. You see, two great scholars, once they were together in a meal. Also, Rabbi Shimi Barchia, and two people we, we passed in uh, that they don't, uh, actually we saw was Rav. And actually, Rav, let me try to remember, if two people say Zimun, remember what we said? Rav said, yeah, Rav holds two people, yes, do, do say Zimun, interesting, okay. So Rabbi Shmuel were having a meal together, and then a third person, Rabbi Shimi Barchia, came, the other Kamesare Veachin. And he was rushing, eating the meal to be able to, to, to do the zimun together with him. Omali Rav, Rav said to him, My dad, how, wh wh what is your reasoning? Let's to join us in the zimun. We already finished eating, so you cannot count as part of the zimun. Omali Shmuel, Shmuel introduced an Allah regarding three people when, they, when can they say zimun? Ilu Maisili Ardilia. So uh, looking in uh, Rashi, looking in the school, Ardilia is mushrooms. So Shmuel loved mushrooms. And seems to be that was a dessert. Because Ilele Abba, Abba is either the name of Rab or Abba is, is a title of respect. So Rab was greater than Shmuel. So Shmuel said, if now, even though we finish eating, they would have bring me mushrooms or they would have bring Gozilia pigeons. That, that's what Rab loved. Milo Achlinan. Wouldn't we still eating? So the lacha that he introduced was, even if you finish eating, only two people, and then the third one comes, <coughs> as long as you will still have room to eat, 
you don't need to still eat. As long as you still have room that it would bring you something to eat, you will still eat. And then he eats, then the three come, come bench together with the zimun. Talmide de Rab, Avoyasi Vesudasa. The students of Rab were sitting in a meal. Al Rabaha. And then Rabaha came. Amri, and they, the rest of the students said, Oh, Asagaba Rabba de Mebareglan. Look, a great person just came. Let him lead the benching. Amarleu, but Rabaha told them back, Misa Brisu de Gadol you, would you think that the greater person is the one that should be leading the zimun and the benching? No, you guys, you started the meal before me, so one of you that, ha that has been from the beginning of the meal, he's the one that should make the zimun. But the Gemara says, not like that. No, if you have a greater Torah scholar, let him be the one leading the benching, even though he came at the very end of the meal. Okay. So now we're going to go to the Mishnah once upon a, a time. Remember the page of the Mishnah? I gave you Sivan Anthony. It's the name of Hashem. Gadul Hashem Iti. So Hashem is Hey, so it's Mem Hey. Okay? So the Mishnah brought a long list of situations. In the Reisha was a long list of different people that even though they ate, we're going to see soon the following foods, that yes, Started, they can join the Zimun, and then a long list of people they cannot. So the first one is Damai. If somebody ate Damai, which is food that is Safek, that it was Maisa was taken from that food, nevertheless, he can be part of the Zimun. The Gemara asks a question, he, he, he cannot eat Damai, because Damai is, is a question whether has um, maestros included in the Damai that weren't separated. A maestro goes to the Levim. And if he's not a Levi and has maestros mixed with his food, then he's eating forbidden food. Uh, food. And if he's eating for forbidden food, it's called Mitzvah Baba Beira. He ate, and then to do the Zimun now is, 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 is a Mitzvah, but after an Aveira, and um, also, uh, there's a pasuk that says, "Botzia berach niet Hashem." If somebody stole wheat and made flour, and now he separates chala and says a brach over the chala, he says, "Is that a blessing? <laughs> That's a blasphemy that you stole money against Hashem's will, and now you're doing the mitzvah of chala." So again, the same thing over here. How can a person answer a zimun by eating something forbidden? So the Gemara says like this. No. This person potentially can make all his property efker. And he can become just one declaration, a complete poor person. And regarding the Mai, we're going to see a Braisa. Or they're going to see a Mishnah that a poor person can eat the Mai. The Snan, Nachlin Sanim the Mai. You can give, you can feed poor people the Mai. Why? Because the Mai, we, we hold that majority of people do, majority of people do separate Miser. <coughs> Just we are concerned, maybe some people didn't, the Amehats, maybe they didn't. So we are kind of Mahmir. 
So in such a situation, we permitted for this halacha to feed poor people the mai. And therefore, in such a situation, we also would allow a person to be part of the zimun. And also, ve'es aksanya. Aksanya are soldiers. Look in Russian traces in the footnotes. This can refer either to Jewish soldiers or to non-Jewish soldiers that the king would tell people in the city to feed them food. So because we consider these soldiers poor people because they are out of their places, would also be permitted to feed them the mai. So again, since uh, it is permitted to feed these people the mai, and potentially this person can become a poor person, so Hachamin gave a leniency over here that he can join the zimun. Now, the end of this teaching uh, is a little bit strange. Tanya Bechamai, he brings the opinion of Bechamai. Omrim en machlin esanim besachsanya demai. Bechamai disagree and says, no, you cannot feed poor people soldiers demai. So why the need with this teaching? So look over there. Dostos brings it in the footnotes they bring. If, if ever you find somebody that argues with our Mishnah, that somebody in Damai, that a Damai can yes be part of the Zimun. If you see a Mishnah that argues with that teaching, it's Bechamai. But we permit it according to Basilan. Okay, next uh, case of the Mishnah. So, so this is regarding the Levim. You Levim, you get a tenth percent, which is the Miser, the Miseration. And then from that Miseration, you need to give a 10% of that 10% to the Kranim. It's called Trumas Miser. So says the Mishnah. If two people ate and the third one was a levy that he ate from the miser he got when he had given truma to the Kohen, then he'd be part of the Zimun. Sigmar so says, Pshita. <laughs> okay, so, so why not? What's wrong with it? Says Gemara Lotzricha. Oh, no, this is a specific case. This levy outsmarted a Kohen. What did he do? He went to the field. Shivolim is like the ears of the grain. He went to the field, and before the Balabite had brought his uh, ears into the house and separated Truma, Truma Gdoila, that goes, that's from, from the 100% of the owner, he needs to give a 2% to the Kohen Gadol. That is Truma. Then, the 98% left, he takes 9.8 and gives it to the levy. And then the levy, from where he gets, he gives Truma, again, a 10% a a of what he got the levy, he gives to the coin. So this levy was very smart. He didn't wait for the owner to separate Truma at home. He went to the field, and before Truma was separated to the coin, he took his 10% of whatever was there. And then, from his 10%, this lady gave 10% to the coin as Truma's miser. But what he took, it hadn't been separated Truma Gdola from what he took. Okay? So, he, he went to the field and he took 10% from the ears of the grain. Then this lady gave his Truma's miser, his 10% to the coin. But it was never separated from here, Truma Gdaila. 
Okay? So this is a big hidush. Maybe it's forbidden what he ate because his truma was given, but the the, the two percent of the truma gdola that the owner should have given to the coin that was never taken away from here. But nevertheless, the Mishnah is mechadash. It's okay. The Maserishon that the person went the levy to the ears, Patur Mitumagdola. He is already exempt from Trumagdola. Trumagdola would never have to be given from there, even though he did the wrong thing, the levy, he shouldn't have done that. And why not? Is this parashas of this week? Not only parashas of this week, this would be the, 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 the Revi Aliyah. If you follow every day an Aliyah, that's what today you should read of the parasha. Look in Rashi. That uh, the Torah says, Bikurim and Truma shouldn't be changed the order. So the right order is first, the owner has to give Truma Gdoila to the Kohen, and then he gives the 10% to the Levi Miser. But if in the field the lady went ahead and took the miser before the true Magdala, it was still okay. And what he, what he ate was okay. And the coin lost the two Magdala over here. Okay? Why? Because regarding the miser of the levy, he says, "We are Moisem, mimenu trumas, trumas Hashem, miser mina miser." So why? Because when the Torah commands a levy that he has to give trumas miser to the coin, when the Torah tells a levy he has to give a ten percent of his miser to the coin, he says, "Trumas Hashem, miser mina miser." So the Gemara makes a diuk, "Miser mina miser amarti lecha." The levy has to give tenth of the tenth. Velo truma gdola ve trumas maiser mina maiser. So the levy doesn't have to give the truma gdola. He only has to give the truma the, 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 the trumas maiser. So therefore, once he's already in the hands of the levy, he's exempt from giving the truma gdola, and that is the head of, of the Mishnah. If he ate a sandwich made of that grain, he did something okay, and he be part of the zimun. Oma Oma Lera Popele Avaye, but Rapapa says to Avaye, Yahi, if that is the case, Afiluk Dimo Vekeri. So if you have a whole limud that the levy never gives two, never gives two truma, it's only one truma, why only if he went to the field and he took from the ears in the field? What if it was already heaped in a pile in the house of the owner of the grain? He's already in the house, the grain is over there, and before the owner starts giving truma to the coin and then miser to the levy, the levy goes into the house of the, of the owner, and he takes his miser before truma has been taken from there, and then he gives him truma's miser to the coin. Maybe also should be exempt from giving the truma gdola to the coin. Why only if he was in the field? Amarle, Avayr said back to Rapope, no, Alecha Makra. Let's just end up this. Regarding your question, there's another Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Mikol Masrosechem Tarimu. So from all your maestros, you should give it Truma. And look in Rashi. Over there it says, Vexiv Baikra 
is kol trumas Hashem. So now, once it's already in the pile, in the house of the owner, then that grain has the chiyuv that all the trumas have to be given. So if the levy takes from the already in the house where the grain is there, his miser, then all the trumas have to be given to the coin already, including the 2% of the trumagdora and then the other 10% of trumas miser. So says Rapape Tuavaye, Umarayis. You have one pasuk that exempts, and you have one pasuk that is Mechayev. So, which calculation, what made you make the drasha that the pasuk that says the levy is exempt? is a pasuk of the ears in the field. And the pasuk that says that he is Hayab is a pasuk of the grain pile in the house. What made you think like that? So look in the footnotes when they ask the question. Well, it makes sense that that is the order. It, it would be backwards to say that the one in the field is obligated, but the one in the house is exempt. Chronological goes the other way around. So says over there in the name of you know, you know, you could say that maybe the Torah gave a fine when the levy goes to the field, that Daka in the field, if he takes away first his miser, he has to also give the Trumagdola. But maybe in the house he's not fined, he's not, they're not getting a fine, and therefore he wouldn't have to give Trumagdola. So says our Papa, how Hachami knew which one goes first? So says Abaye, I eat gun, velo eat gun. He said, because the one in the house that it has been threshed, threshed, how you pronounce it? And heaped in a pile. So after the one has been prepared already to be grain as a final product in the house. So over there, it has been hal, it's already the obligation to separate from, he, from it through Magdala and so forth. And that's why, even if the levy takes grain over there, he would have to already give Truma Gdola. But the one in the field, it hasn't entered into the he of, of Truma. It hasn't been, as the Torah says, when you bring it to your house and it's already been prepared, before that, then the Torah gave the exemption that the levy would only have to give Truma's miser. He wouldn't have to give Truma Gdola. Okay, so next case, we are already in, in side B of the page. Maise sheni Says Mishnah, another example when the person can, yes, join the Zimun, if he had Maise sheni. Now, we spoke about it. Maise sheni is what a person belongs to him, but he has to eat it in Jerusalem. But if he cannot bring the, the, the food, the grain to Yerushalayim, he can redeem the food into money, and then he brings the money, and with money he buys food in Yerushalayim, and the grain he can eat in Haifa, wherever he is. Or Egdesh, and the same idea, he had sanctified something, and then he redeemed it into money. Now, he can, he can whatever he sanctified, he can already eat, and then he gives the money to Egdesh. Says Pshita, it's obvious. <laughs> if he redeemed it, why shouldn't he be able to eat the grain? Says in which case are we dealing now? Oh, so the Torah says when when, when people redeem 
either Maise Sheni or Egdesh into money, it's not enough just to redeem the value of, of the grain. He needs to add a fifth. It's an extra. Hashem says he has to add an, uh, the value and another fifth of the value when it's been redeemed. So in this case, the person redeemed the Maise Sheni or the Egdesh without the fifth. So Akamashwalang, what the mission is teaching us, that the lack, the lack of adding the fib, it doesn't invalidate the redemption. The redemption is valid, and therefore the food he ate was permitted food. Okay, Josh, just the very beginning, you'll catch up the first minute and a half, two minutes. Okay, the next case of the Mishnah is was two people were eating, and the shamash, the waiter, came and ate with them a kazais. So says the Mishnah, they are considered to be three, and they can make a zimun. Says the Gemara Pshit, <laughs> obviously, three people ate, what's the problem? No, there was room to say, look in the footnote number six, that maybe a waiter is not considered to be eating with the people because he's not sitting permanently. He's eating over here, then he goes and attends somebody else, so maybe he's not considered a views, a, a fixation with the other two to be able to join them in the zimun. Kamash Malan, the Mishnah taught us that, yeah, since that is the nature of a waiter, that's what waiters do. So as long as he ate with them a kazais, even though he moved on and different tables, whatever, he's considered he ate with them and he can be part of the zimun. But the Hidush is maybe somebody else not. Maybe somebody else that is not a waiter, if he just up and down, Maybe he's not considered here with the people, and he, would have been able, he wouldn't be able to be part of the zimun. And the last case of the Mishnah, the Akusi. Kuti, we mentioned there were people that were brought by Sanherif. They were going, brought by Sanherif, but they were placed in the land of Israel. And Hashem sent lions and devouring, eating these people, and the people got it, and they did conversion. So they were Jews. So says the Mishnah, so therefore, this kutim, mezamin alav, because he's a Jew, at the time of the Mishnah, later on the Chochami, in the time of the Gemara, already Medakzer, and not to include him. But still, by the time of the Mishnah, they were considered the Jews, so therefore you can make a zimun if one of the three was a kuti. Says so the Gemara, okay, am I? Fine. Let's say he's a Jew. But lo ye elaki amaretz. Now the Gemara is going to introduce that uh, certain people, you couldn't include them to be part of the zimun, even if they were Jewish people. If they were completely ignorant people, you shouldn't bring them to the zimun. Betania, because that's in the Braisa. Now the Gemara is going to bring us now eight different uh, definitions of what is an Amaretz if was a Jew. So says the Gemara, if by the Jew, if he's an Amaretz, you shouldn't include him in a zimun. So, so Akuti is for sure an Amaretz. Says the Braisa, en mezamnim al Amaretz. You don't make a zimun on an Amaretz. And if you want another siman for page memzain, mezamnim is memzain. Okay? You don't invite to a zimun an Amaretz. So let Akuti be at least like a Manaretz. How can you include him in the zimun? So Abayamar. So Vayi says, you know, you're, you're right, which, amaretz, which kuti are we talking in the Mishnah? Bekuti haver. Haver means like a colleague. So a colleague is a reference to a Jew 
that he's, uh, he's a knowledgeable Jew. He knows. So we, this kuti is a Talmud Chacham. So that is the one says the Mishnah. You might have thought, even though he's a Torah scholar, but he's a kuti, maybe he's not included? Yes, he's included. Rabbi Amar, Afilu Teima, Bekuti Amaretz. Rabbi says, no, even if he's a complete ignorant. Veacha, Behamaretz, the Rabbanan. And we're talking over here regarding uh, an ignorant person, but in areas of or, or rabbinical areas is when, when Hachamin said you, you shouldn't include him. But I'm sorry. The Rabbana means we're going to see now an argument between Rabbi Meir and Chochomim. According to Rabbi Meir, Tanya, Ezo Amaretz, Kolishen, Ochel, Juliab, Betzeara, Rabbi Meir. According to Rabbi Meir, Torah scholars shouldn't invite for a zimun somebody that eats Hulin in Tuma. No one of us, maybe because today, nowadays, when nobody is today, Betzeara, Hulin is things that are not English, even things that are not Truma, whatever. But in those days, the Torah scholars were very careful. Even hulin, which means normal food, they ate it in Taira. They were careful, it didn't contain any tuma, whether nida or whatever. So according to Rabbi Meir, if somebody eats food, even hulin, that is not taur, he's an amaretz, and Torah scholars shouldn't make a zimun with him. He's super strict. The chachamim omrim, but the chachamim hold, no. Kol sheno maiser perosav, karaui. What is an amaretz? Somebody that doesn't separate miser in his produce properly. But says Robe, but this kutim asuri miser kelechazi. They were very strict with trumas and maestros. They were very good. Why? The maidechsi beoraisa in things that were written in the Torah shebechtam, miser zeiri, they were extremely careful. The Amar because it was taught in the Mishnah, any mitzvah that the kutim took upon themselves, they were even more careful than a Jew. So whenever they believed in something, they were super from. So says Rabbi, we can even say that this Mishnah is talking about a kutian amaret, and not according to Rabbi Meir, because they didn't need the Taira, but according to Rabbanan, that's what it means, the Aliva the Rabbanan, that is, uh, in things of the Rabbanan, the Amaretz the Rabbanan, holding to, according to Chachamin, they were okay in this. Now the Gemara is going to bring us many opinions over here. What is considered an Amaretz, according to the Tanaim, that a person, if a, if a person is a Torah scholar, shouldn't make a zimun with them. So let me already tell you not to get scared, something that the Ashwa is going to bring in the footnotes at the very end of the list. Uh, and nowadays, we don't make these exclusions that do not to make a zim with an amaret for two reasons. First of all, we want to make out of people. So even somebody is completely not shown many mitzvahs, will still, as long as he knows how to bench, and nowadays most of the South Africa know how to bench because you sing it in the simchas, Hashem. so they know what we're talking about. So nowadays you can make a zim even with somebody's not shown many mitzvahs, why we could win a make out of them? And second of all, this prohibition of not making a zimun with Amaretz is referring to Torah scholars. And says over there that today no one of us can consider ourselves to be a Torah scholar 
in the level that we shouldn't invite an MRS together with us to make a Zimun. So we are equal today, and today we make Zimun with everybody. But look at the list. Tanabanan, Ezomarade, who is an MRS? So the first opinion, which is Rabbi Eliezer, it's not so difficult. If somebody reads, uh, recites Shema in the morning and the evening, according to Rabbi Eliezer, you are okay. But if he doesn't, that would be the marriage. You shouldn't make a zimun with him. Rabbi Shoimer, Rabbi Shia says, if he doesn't put on tefillin. Rabbi if somebody wears a garment, nowadays we don't wear garments of four, uh, of four corners. But in those days, if somebody would wear a garment with four corners and doesn't have a tzitzis, then that would be an amarism because in with him. Rabbi Nassar, again, going back to the word mezuzah, if somebody doesn't have a mezuzah in his house, he's an amaretz, don't make a zimu with him. Rabbi Nassar, if somebody has kids, and then it doesn't bring them to a school, doesn't teach them Torah, he's in the marriage, don't make a zimun with him. No, they are the most stringent. Even a person is the learned person in Chumash and in Mishnah. Marab, she says that means Gemora. To serve the Talmud means to learn with the Gemora with them to understand the Mishnayos. He did Chumash and Mishnah, but he doesn't do that. Yoimi, Alezi Amaretz. He's an Amaretz, and then bring him together with you on a Zimun. But again, I told you, Allah Lemaiser wouldn't follow by this. In those days, like the last opinion, and look at this Maise, unbelievable Maise, Rami Barchome. Rami Barchome had a meal, and together in the meal was Rabbi Menashe Bar Tachlifa. And Rami Barchama didn't want to make a zimun with him. Why not? The Tani Safra Vesifri, even though he was learned, Safra is the, the Allahic Midrashim of Vaikra. And Sifri are the Allahic Midrashim of Bamidbar and Advorim. So even though he learned them, them, them he, he, Ve'il uh, Chasa. And also he learned some Allahot, but because According to Rami Barhama, he thought that Aminasha Bartakhlifa didn't learn Gemora, he didn't make a zimun with him. And listen to this. Kinach Nashid Rami Barhama, when Rami Barhama passed, he died. Omar Robe, look what Robe said. Lonach Nafshid Rami Barhama, why Rami Barhama died? Ela de lo asmin ad Raminasha Bartakhlifa. He was punished by Hashem because of the insult. He ashamed Rabbi Menashe Batachlifa and Hashem punished him by killing him, by dying. Unbelievable. Says the Gemara about Betania, Harim Omrim, Befilokar, Bashan, Veloshim, Shtolchom, and Rezea Marites. But Rabuna Paskin, like the last opinion, that even if a person learned Chumash and Mishnah, but if he didn't do Gemara, he's in the Maretz, and he shouldn't be included in the Zimun. So why Hashem punish him? He did according to Rabun, according to Allah. So the Gemara, no, Shani Rabbi Nashabar, Tachlifa, no, Rabbi Nashabar, Tachlifa, Ki Meshama, Leol Rabbi, he indeed would learn Gemara with the Chochomim. But Rabbi Barhama, Ude Lodaye Kabasre, Rabbi Hamachama, he didn't know how much he knew, and therefore he made a mistake, and he was punished by that. Lishna Khrina, just a different opinion on exactly what Rabbi Nasha did. 
the Shama Shmaisesamifumayo de Rabbanan Vegaris. So even though he never went to learn with them in the Besmedish, he didn't know Gemora, nevertheless, he heard the different teachings of the Rabbanan and he would review them. So he's considered as he knew. So therefore, uh, he would be considered in the level of a young Torah scholar and it wasn't right that he wasn't included in the Zimun. Let's move on on the Mishneh. Now, now the, the Gemara goes to the second part of the Mishnah. It's a whole list of people that ate forbidden foods and therefore you cannot include them in the Zimun. The, f the first one was Tevel. So there's a Tevel is the grain that nothing has been separated from it, no Truman or nothing. So says the Mishnah, if he had a table, his sandwich was made out of wheat, out of table, is forbidden, he cannot count for the zimun. Says the Gemara Pshite, obviously. Says the Gemara Lot. You know what is the Hidush? This was table only rabbinically. Be'echidami was an example of rabbinic table. Be'atis she'inon akuf. Somebody had in the land of Israel wheat that grew in a flower pot that didn't have a hole on it. So because it doesn't have a hole on it, it's not considered connected to the ground. So if not he's not receiving any genica, any sustenance from the ground. So therefore that grain, that wheat that grew in your flower pot, it doesn't, you, have, you don't have to give tumors and mice. It's only rabbinical. Chachamim made exera. Uh, just in case sometimes you grow it when it has a hole, and when it has a hole, we consider it does so get sustenance from the ground. So rabbinically, he should have given tumors and miser, and this guy didn't do it. So this is the Hiddush of the Mishnah. Even if it was only rabbinical, you still cannot make a zimu with him. Next case, miser sheni v'chulei, miser sheni and, uh, and uh, ekdesh that it was, wasn't redeemed into money, you cannot make a zimu with him. So obviously he had something forbidden. Lord what is the case? No, we're talking a case that he did redeem either the Maiseh Sheini or the Egdash, but he didn't do it properly. What, what was the mistake? Maiseh Sheini Kigon Shepado al Asimon. So Nisim remembers because we're old enough in those days in the land of Israel, when you make a phone call, the Simon was a round coin that was uh, a hole in it, and you put it in the, I say, in the telephone, how you call it? Tiki box. <laughs> okay, and then you made a phone call. But that's not the Simon of the Gemora. The Simon of the Gemora is some metal slug that hasn't been uh, made into coin. Didn't have a face of a king or something like that. So Didn't we must, uh, Did I skip? It could be. Let me see. Ah, yeah, yeah, sorry. Thank you for letting me know. You know, so many different cases, I just skipped it. Okay, uh, so let me go back to the previous one. So again, if a person didn't separate the Maiserishon that should go to the levy, he's eating forbidden f um, sandwich, Obviously, he's not part of the Zimon. Pshita says the Gemara Lotzicha Kegon Shigdim Ovekeri. Oh, which is the case? This is the case. This is my suggestion with the Truma wasn't giving out of that my suggestion. What is the case? 
that the levy went to the house of the owner where the grain was already piled in, uh, over there, heaped in a pile, and, and the, the levy took away his, his, miser, his miser ration, and he, the, the levy never gave Truma Gdoila to the coin. So Mother Tema, there was room to say, maybe, maybe like Rapope thought that even in that situation, the, since the lady already took my Shani, he doesn't have to give true Magdola to the Kohen. Kamash Malan, the Mishnah came to teach us, as Abaye told back to Rapape, no, in that case, he does have to give Truma to the Kohen. And therefore, it's forbidden, and therefore, you cannot make a Zimun. Thank you for correcting me. Okay, so going back to this Master Shani, so we're talking in a case where the person redeemed, this is the owner that he should have brought the Maestro Shani to Yerushalayim. He, doesn't, he cannot do it. He redeems the grain into money, but he doesn't take money that has the tzura, that has the shape of a coin with the face of a king or something. A simon means something that is just a metal, piece of metal over there. Berachmana Amar de Pasuk says, you, you should pile the money in your hand and bring it to Yerushalayim. And Chachamim may make a drasha. The word Betzarta is the same letters of the word Tzura. So they learn from here that Kesef Sheyeshalav Tzura. You can only redeem, again, you have 100 kilograms of flour of wheat. And you cannot schlep all that as my Sosheni tweet in Yerushalayim. You're going to transfer the value of this flower into money and then schlep the money and eat, buy things with the money you should have needed. So you can only redeem that value of the 100 uh, kilograms of flower in something that has the tzura of kesef. has to have the physical look like money. If you transfer just to metal that is not considered money, it doesn't count. So that's what this person did. He redeemed that into that, and then he took that flower, he made a sandwich, and he's dealing with you. Because the, re the, the redemption wasn't proper, he ate forbidden wheat, and therefore you cannot include him to, in a zimu with you. <coughs> and regarding the Egdesh, the, the al he, he, he redeemed, he had sanctified, the, he had 100 kilograms of wheat, and he made it Egdesh. Say, oh, I'm so inspired because uh, Barcelona, no, Liverpool, you like. Liverpool won the, the Champions League, so this 100 kilograms of flour, let be Egdesh. Okay, fine. And he lives in Haifa. So he made a, a period, but he didn't know that Pinon has to go to mobiles or to money. So he redeemed that into a piece of land. And he said, okay, the value of this 100 kilograms of flour should be redeemed on the value of my piece of land that I have over there. It doesn't count. You cannot redeem into land, it has to be redeemed into money or movables. Okay, and then he made a sandwich with that flour and he ate with you, don't make a zim with that guy. He's a nice guy. He likes Liverpool, but don't make a zim with him. Okay, and the last case, Shamashe Achal Pachos Mikozais, and then you have the waiter, that he only ate less than a kazais, together with you. Says the Gemara, pshite. Says the Gemara, it's obvious. For two reasons. First of all, it's not even considered an achila. Okay? Maybe some opinions hold that to, to, to be considered a lachika achila, you need a kazais. 
And second of all, it doesn't count over here as part of the zimun. What is the chidush? Says the Gemara, I did the Tanareisha Kazai. You're right. It's just to make um, uh, to make it look nice. How do you call it? Uh, what is the word? Um, symmetric. Symmetry. To make makbil symmetric. Since in the beginning of the Mishnah, when it does count, it says. Uh, uh, but you're right, it's obvious. We don't even need to teach that case. Okay. Also, you cannot include to make a zimun. It's obvious. <laughs> Since when you can bring for a mini and a non-Jew? This is a convert that he did mila to be the first par part of the process of Gerus, but he hasn't gone to the mikvah. The Amar Rabbi Zera, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Zera taught in the Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Leolam Eino Ger. A person, even though he did Brismila, he's not a complete Ger. Ache Imol Ve'itvol, he needs to do both in Mila, Brismila, and Tvila. Okay? Ve'kama de lo taval nochri'u. And as long as he hasn't done Tvila, He's still allegedly a non-Jew, and that is the case. Somebody ate with you, he hasn't gone to the mikvah, he hasn't gone to the basin, he's not a Jew, he cannot make a zimun with you. Beautiful, it's parashas a Shavua. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, what is Pasuk 24-7? Shmois, chapter 24, Pasuk 7. What is Shmois 24-7? Nasev Nishma. The Jewish people said to Moshe Rabbeinu, so then what is 24-8? This is Parashas of this week. What's 24-8? This is Rashi. Rashi says, how do we learn that a person in Gerus has to do Tvila? It says, after the Jewish people say Nasev Nishma, then Moshe Rabbeinu sprinkle blood of the Korbanos in the covenant. And the Gemara in Yevamos learns that whenever you find sprinkling, of blood, you find Tevila. So it must have been that when the Jewish people were springing with the blood by Moshe Rabbeinu accepting the, the, the covenant of the Torah, they did Tevila. In the Sinai, I don't know how they had a Tevila. They did Tevila in Mount Sinai, and then they accepted the Torah. From then we learn, anybody who wants to become a Jew, he has to go to the Mikvah. Okay, let's carry on. Ladies, slaves, and minors. You cannot bring it for a zimun. Look at this. Amarav, they change it instead of Raviosi, they change it for Ravasi. Amaravasi, Katanamutal Bearisa. You have a little infant in a cradle. You can count him for a zimun. A little baby. You bring you bring a Asher here. He comes for a minion. Bring him more often. We always sometimes short over here. <laughs> Of people. How long? Says in the mission, Ashim Bavanimiktonim, in Mizamin Alem. A manner doesn't count. Udiama Kerabishavelevi, he holds a Kerabishavelevi, the Maravishavelevi, Avalipisha, Mukata, Namudalberisa, in Mizamin Alam, even though for three people, and that is a Mishnah, if you have two adults that ate, and the third one is a baby, you eat with your brother in law, you had a, 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 a hamburger. And, and Asher was with you, that you cannot make a zimun of three. You can make him, if there were nine, 
you were a Sheba of Rachos, there were nine, and Asher, you can make a Zimon on him. Of ten, with a Lokeinu. How do you like that? No, it's not Lachlamas. <laughs> okay, let's continue. That's going to be the beginning of the next page, that Allah is not, 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 not like any of this. Nine, and an Evet Nani, that he's obligated to was like a lady. He did bris milan tvila. You can also metzarev him as 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 ten. Again, when the Mishnah says abadim don't count, slaves don't count, it's for three. Only two and a slave doesn't. But nine and a slave, you have a minion. May see the Gemara is going to challenge this teaching of Rabbi Shavuot Levi. May see Rabbi Yosef the Tana, the Rabbi Yosef Benurkan, Rabbi Yosef Gadol, Shenichnu the Besachneses. He came once to a Shatora, South Africa. The Lomatzosara. There were only nine, and we have a minion. The Shichin Avdo, the Shlimu Leosara. So he came with his slave, and right away he gave him Gerus. How did he do that? By giving him a get Shichrur. The Gemara in Gittin learns. Just like a person can be megadish, can give a get to his wife, if an owner gives a, a, a document of redemption to his slave, he becomes a ben choirin, he becomes a complete Jew. So he released, he freed his slave, and he became a Jew. Then he had a minion. So the Gemara is medayek against Rabbi Shemin Levi. Shichredin, lo shichredin lo. If according to Rabbi Shemin Levi, a slave, can be part of a minion whether Eliezer needed to free his slave. Says the Gemara, and it was the Maise, Trey, a trigo, there were only eight Jews in the minion. It sounds like a Shatur of South Africa. There were only eight, so he needed two. And, and Eliezer came with two slaves. Shichrechad Venafichad. So he freed one, and he left as a slave one. So what Abishamilivi said that a slave counts only for one. You cannot put eight and two slaves. So, okay, they had eight, one became free, and one remained a slave. Says the Gemara of Yahya. Now, this is a question, nothing to do with Rabbi Shemin Levi. Just a question on Rabbi Eliezer. How could Rabbi Eliezer free a slave? The Torah doesn't permit, doesn't tell the liberals this, they're going to kill us. But the Torah says, you are not allowed to free a slave. Always you shall use them to work for you. So he was over and, and allowed. How can he do, do such a thing? Says the Okay, the Torah says don't free a slave just for whatever, but for a mitzvah you're allowed to. Says the Gemara, but this mitzvah baby. We just said, said previously, what a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah that came by transgressing a prohibition, it's called mitzvah bababera. A mitzvah that came out of a transgression. A mitzvah bababera is not good. So the Gemara law, mitzvah the rabbi shiny. You're right. So w to do a private mitzvah, you can't. But this was baberabin. This was a mitzvah of the of the congregation that you could do. Okay. Go back to Allah of Zimun of Minyan. Oh, this is. Now, it's still another Allah of Minyan. Amar Yishem Levi, Leolam Yashkim Adam Levi Sakneses. A person should always come early to the shul. Rabbi Isaiah, are you listening to me? Okay? Kedei she'izke ve'imane min ima asor arishonim. To be part of the first ten. Why? Shafilu me'a ve'im acharav kivelav ashar kulam. If you are from the first 
10 of the minion, even if later on 100 come, you, because we're part of the first 10, um, you receive the reward of all of the other 90. The Gemara says, could it be possible that the other 90 don't get rewarded at all? So the Gemara, no. The other 90 are going to get the reward. But the first 10 get the reward of the entire 100. Says the Marsha, why? Because to bring the Shekhinah into the Shul, you need the 10. So the first 10 bring the Shekhinah. The other 90, they done with the minion, but they didn't bring the Shekhinah. So Rabbi during the week and all the more on Shabbos, sometimes we had like this Shabbos, we had over 100 people for the Bar Mitzvah. The first 10 got the reward of the entire minion. Look at this. This is beautiful to know for a Shatoira. Nine and the Aaron Akodesh count as a minion. What are you talking about? Is the Aaron a, a person that counts? Look in the footnotes. They see the Vinagon, that's what he meant. You know, you don't even need the Aaron. Nine, they look like ten, so it's okay. Unbelievable, Olacha. Nine, because they look like ten, it's okay. I'm really lucky, There's two opinions in which situation. Either when they are all together, they look like ten. I'm lucky, me the battery. No, the other way around. When they are dispersed, they look like ten. I'm a Rabbi Amish. Nine Peshavis, Mistarfim. You are eating a meal. Only two people, you and Yuval. There's only two. In Shabbos, you can make a Zimun. So Amalei Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman is the one that was very skeptical on all these halachas. The Shabbos, what are you talking about? Is Shabbos a human being? El Amar Aviyami. No, you know what? Shnei Tolmidu Chachomim. Amechadirim Zet, Zevi, Aloha Mistafim. And this is, wouldn't be Aloha Lemaise, but this, Rav Nachman didn't disagree. Two people, two Torah scholars, that they're learning the Daf Yomi together, that counts as three. Not even in Shabbos. Why? Because when you have two that they are questioning and learning together, it becomes like a, they, they, they bring like a new das, and this is like three deos, it's like three people by the learning together. And this an example of that, Kegon Ana Verav Sheshes. Kimmy and Rav Sheshes, we two Tamidu Chochami learning together, we can make a zim with the two of us. And Rav Sheser said the same thing. I'm going to live here today.